0: Welcome back to Kettlebells and Cocktails. I'm your host, John. Back with my bestie, Nikki. Nikki, how are you?
1: I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> how are you?
0: Uh, same, but I'm super excited because we have Megan now, Ooh. Lewis Reardon, on the show. Meg, I've not seen you, and I was just saying off the air. I think it's been two years, at it's least. Been,
2: yeah, at least a couple of years for sure.
0: Man, it has been. Okay. Far too long. What far is time
2: I, really though, these
1: days? I, think I feel like time, time is made up. Yeah, yeah time 100%, is made up. Hundred <laughs> percent. I don't know what like years and years have gone by since we've like seen you, hung out, like got updates, and I'm like, Really? Are you sure it wasn't like five minutes ago? I don't know. I know, right? <laughs> post, well, what, world.
0: That's what's weird about social media is you keep up with people's lives. Like I've been you yep. know, following you and your wife's life, you know, closely. For you know years, and you feel yeah. like you're there, even if you're when you're not talking in DM, and you're like, I'm right there in the room with them, like I'm celebrating this, I love this, and but you're not. I know, really that talking, is. You know,
2: I know it is. It is pretty crazy to think about. Like social media has definitely changed relationships. It's also made people kind of like more annoying, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very, but very. Definitely, nice. It definitely is. Um, made keeping relationships a lot easier. I think like friends and better live, you know, in in other States or across the world, wherever it might be.
0: Yeah, no doubt about that. I don't know. It's, you know, it's funny, Nikki and I never see each other. Like we just saw each other a week ago at Guadalooza and it's the first time we've been in a room together and, you know, since the games probably. And Mm -hmm. even then we only see each other for seconds. So like all of our connection is via DM or text or just you know me sending photos of my baby bean and her actual baby. Hunter.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I when I really look at it, John, especially for us, because we've been doing the show now for like a number of years, which is wild to say out loud. Um, and we've like only been in the same place together like m- maybe five times, four or five. Oh, wow, that's, times. that's
2: that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, this podcast has made everyone's lives so much better, including, you know, your – so So I feel like I know. So, I mean, I'm honored to be on. I'm, I'm pumped about it. I obviously love the two of you so much. So I'm glad we're able to catch up.
1: Yes, we love you too. And I'm dying to hear everything about your now married life. And You know what? I don't – not
2: much has changed. Okay. Right. Besides, uh, I get—I think I get yelled at more. Real number one of marriage, yes, right. And um, I have really great health insurance because she's a firefighter. So that's pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I definitely cannot complain about that.
1: <laughs> well, how how was the wedding itself? Because you guys were planning sort of in tumultuous times, right?
2: Yeah, it was pretty. I mean, you know, we had kind of pushed it off for the longest time. I was always kind of not really into having a huge wedding she has a very big family they're all very close she wanted some type of wedding some type of physical wedding so we agreed um it was not small we had 150 people i guess some people would say it's small we had 150 people so it's still no, pretty healthy. big
1: that's very healthy
2: yeah it was a it was a good healthy size um but it was it was truly and now I'm, i can say this you know it was the best day ever it was perfect the weather was incredible um everyone that we loved was had the best time ever it was a giant party you know celebrating love it was great we and we even joke like uh moments before we actually walked out um dolphins were jumping out of the water in the background and we were Hi. like yeah we we, we don't worry we paid extra for that <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, Real no white moment you had my it goodness was, it was amazing it definitely was amazing oh, oh i could i could cry
0: um, and the pictures the pictures were unreal yeah. like every every time you guys post I'm like man you guys are gorgeous like really, Aww, really thank
2: gorgeous you
1: photos.
2: i i know i, I don't want to like flood people's feeds but also i was like they're, they're they're so good i had to
1: do it i live for it i'm so here <laughs> for it. i don't get this is the, it's so funny you say that because i know people say like yeah i don't want to like flood the, people's feeds with like my wedding photos or my cat or dog photos or my baby photos I'm, like if i'm following you like i am here for it, like all of it, Fair. sappy. <laughs> and if people like bitch about it, they can follow elsewhere. Like, bye. Sure. Like, are you here Agreed. for my life or not? Like,
2: <laughs> I agree know. with that. I definitely agree with that. <laughs> wow.
0: Well, the only, the only thing you two run into though is like Nikki. You post your husband, you lose followers. Now Meg, like I'm sure you had people had crushes on you. You now posted the wife <laughs> on there. People are like, God, I'm out of here. I, you know, Even like
1: that? no, truly. Do girl. you find that when you post your wife, wife? I know, pretty crazy. When you post I your life, like, do you lose
2: followers? Well, I think I lose followers more so because I still think people don't believe um, gay marriage is a thing. <laughs> so I actually remember posting, um, I don't, I think it was like maybe like a few weeks after my wedding. I was like, best day ever, you know, these fo- sorry to flood your feed, whatever it might have been. And I, I'm pretty sure I lost like almost a thousand followers that night. It was like some crazy number. It was insane. I was like, it it wasn't even like, I didn't even care about obviously losing those followers, doesn't mean anything to me. But I'm like, I cannot believe people genuinely, genuinely don't believe love is love. Or, I mean, I also could give them the benefit of the doubt and say, like, maybe I'm posting too many non fitness related things. Sure. But, you know, even just that, I was like, that's really, that's wild. It's wild.
1: It's weird to think that like maybe people are okay with following you for right. who you are and like mm-hmm. cool that you're gay and b D, but whoa, you wanna get married? Now I'm gonna hit the unfollow button. <laughs> like, yep, we but... can't do it now. We can't do it. <laughs> yeah. I also feel that a lot of times when I post stuff about Matt and this was before I had a kid, because I feel like ever since I got pregnant, like my my content has just turned. Like it just is what yeah. it is. If you if the if my social is really a reflection of my life. Like I'm in the mom space now. I probably will be for the next however many years. And that's just like the, the turn that my content has taken. But before that, I also genuinely feel like sometimes I would post stuff about Matt or my life or whatever. And people would unfollow because they like, they started following when I was actively at an event or at the games right. and wanted to see some like behind the scenes content or like is there yep. going to be an extra interview that she posts or something along those lines and then they're like oh it's just some like random like super <laughs> chugy bitch on the on the internet i'm like no longer interested like, uh, which i don't i don't want there.
2: to know about her yeah like i don't want to know about her personal life i right. care less about her which actually like, you know what? We don't
1: need them anyway. Right. They're so like, yeah, that's that's okay. But I do think that sometimes. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, man, y'all are petty. Yeah. <laughs> don't need- oh, people on the internet are so petty. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm always interested what is the line that's too far for people. As the, As the person who normally draws that line for people, <laughs> I'm always interested what is that line. And it's always fun when I find it. Always. Well, do you,
1: John, do you lose followers when you post, like, about Bean or about your girls or anything like that? Like, does that happen to you?
0: Um, never about the girls. Never about Bean. People love Bean. Who
1: doesn't love Bean? People, Come on. people, people do, do love Bean. Bean. Yeah, people don't love Matt, apparently. <laughs> it's fine, because he doesn't listen to this show, so he will never hear this. It's, it's hard Not for kidding. me to tell me these
0: days because the, the ups and downs of followers and, and people leaving are pretty big, so it's hard mm. to... You often figure out, but the one common denominator is if you do anything political. Oh, and, I mean, yeah. anything, and it doesn't even have to be a political commentary. Like, no, I posted one this week. I used a, a video of Trump and it was funny. And it was what I don't even remember the caption, but I, I've instinctively put in the caption this is not a political post because I a I knew I'd get comments of people like blowing me up for it, right? And and B, I knew people would just bail, you know, thinking. Yeah. You know, I'm either for or against. It wouldn't matter which way you were. It's one or the other. It's just well, so polarizing.
2: You know, le- lesson one hundred and one: people don't read captions.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs>
2: right. Most of the time, people don't actually want to take a moment to read. So,
0: well, there there is that too. So it, <laughs> yeah. it's always interesting to me. Uh, You know, I I learned a long time ago. I say this all the time: you have to piss off ten percent of your followers to gain followers. Hmm. So if you're if people are leaving you because you got married, I promise you, you're going to pick them up sooner than later from people who are like, Oh man, those photos are gorgeous. I'm going to follow like, this is a couple I can really support and get behind. So it all comes back, you know, same for my page and, you know, same for Nikki, you know, just be Mm -hmm. true to yourself. That's all you can do. Definitely.
2: And make fire memes.
0: And make fire memes.
2: (laughs) Of course. Memes, memes rule the world. So I wouldn't
0: go, I wouldn't go that far.
2: Hey, did I, um, (laughs) Did, did you sell wags, wags to waste? That's, that's, that's... Your,
1: your work and business and yeah. all those. Yes.
2: Yeah. I mean, honestly, a lot has changed since like end of 2021 till, till now, I think I like had one of the biggest life shifts in the best way possible. So like, you know, obviously stepped out of competing. Um, I did sell wags and weights early in 2022 Um, I, you know, I just, because it was so tied into my identity as an athlete, I felt like I, the passion wasn't really there for me to continue to like really push for the growth of it. And like, I had to kind of almost take, you know, a check, like my ego check and be like, all right, do I want to close the company? Do I want to sell it to someone that could potentially grow it and make it, you know, an even better and more amazing company? Um, and so I found the perfect person. She, uh, her name's Danny and she, she, she has been a long time follower of when we were originally pups and PRs before we even named it Wags and Weights. And she had kind of been in the space and like helped me with certain things, certain drops that I've had throughout the years. And I stayed very close, like in touch with her. And I just had randomly messaged her one day, like, would you be interested in potentially buying Wags and Weights? And she like immediately said, yes. And I was like, this couldn't have worked out more perfectly. Hmm. Um, So it was, it was, it was like obviously very bittersweet. It was an amazing company. It was allowed me to compete and travel the world for several years, but um, it was time to kind of part ways with that and, and start Megan Lewis Reardon like the new, the new adventure, like my next Mm -hmm. adventure. So, um, so yes, I did sell it. Um, And I actually have a job now with uh, beyond the whiteboard. Um so I'm kind yeah. of still kind of it kind of filled that void of competition, um but now I'm like behind the scenes, which is arguably a little more fun., <laughs> Ooh,
1: so what is your role with them? like what does your job entail?
2: So I was brought on um I do all their social media marketing um and then I also help kind of manage some athlete partnerships. so I'm kind of like a a here, a little bit here, a little bit there kind of person, like no one task, which makes it even more fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, day-to-day stuff, it's, it's mostly social media, which is great for me. It works very well with my schedule and, you know, allows me flexibility and able to be remote. Um, and the people that I work with are like geniuses. Like they're all like tech developers and I'm like over here, like, all right, I can make some cool stuff for Instagram (laughs) for you guys. Um, and yeah, yeah. So it's been super fun, and I'm able to still go to events. Like we were just at Rogue Invitational; we had a, a big booth there, and um, hoping to get out some more at uh, out at some more events this year, and hopefully the games as well.
1: Yay! That's awesome. Yeah, do excited. you find that? Do you find that like your experience in the com- competitive side of things is helping in terms of like if you have an athlete partnership you're managing, you get to. Be a part of the solution, so to speak. You know what I mean. Like if if a brand had ever reached out to you and be like, "Well, this this deal is whack." (laughs) Right now, you get to you get to set it up with people because you know truly what they want and need and can provide that.
2: Exactly. Yeah, it it definitely like having uh, some experience in the space and even just knowing people too has been very very helpful. Like with transition and you know, creating, um, partnerships and communicating with athletes and yeah, you're right. Like understanding what they need to be successful as an athlete. And also, you know, what can kind of move the needle forward for a company like ours too, because we, we are an app based program, you know, it's not just like a tangible item that you can give out to people to wear. So it's like, you know, how can we create these really cool partnerships and, um, you know, get the athlete, the exposure and the help that they need to,
1: I love that. I always find that like, I feel, I feel good being a part of that type of transaction. When you've, when you've been in a situation where you like, haven't been happy for whatever reason. And I think about this at my work a lot. Like every time we, we talk about bringing someone on, like hiring someone or bringing in a contractor or someone, I think about so long that I was like underpaid or underappreciated. And I'm like, I sure as shit, I'm never making anyone feel like that ever again. Yeah. For and I, sure. just, I love I love that opportunity to sort of like fix it from the inside. Like, okay, now I'm the person like, you know, offering the job, or now you're the person like building the partnership. Yeah. What are you going to yeah. offer? Because you know what it's like to be on the other on the other side, yeah. there, mm-hmm. end yeah. of that and be really unhappy. So I think that's rad.
2: Yeah, it's definitely been a lot of fun, and I mean a learning experience for me too because I'm able to kind of see, you know, what actually. Athletes do want, especially when they're competing, like in in season, and you know how they can um, come out to events and and do things that are outside of training, just because most of their day to day is just being in the gym. So yeah. like it's been, it's kind of been fun to like understand like what is going to work really well, and also like what's fun for them too, because yeah, again, ultimately you want them to be happy, because otherwise, why would you want someone promoting your product if they don't really like it? So right,
1: right. exactly, yeah
0: yeah it's been fun man you're wheeling and dealing out there Meg. i'm trying just gotta stay busy <laughs> when, <laughs> all right, is is there an athlete come back in the future or is this going to
2: be the the new wheeling <sighs> from now on you know it has been a very interesting road since mm-hmm. i like last competed i'm not going to say no look i think that there could be a potential of maybe I come back as a master's or, you know, a team there. I, I don't foresee myself ever trying to go back individually again. I mean, we all know it's extremely competitive. It is a full-time job. Um, and my body, I just don't think will respond the same way it once did when I was 20. I mean, I know I'm, I'm 30 now, but my training age really is like 50, 60.
0: No offense taken. That's
2: <laughs> right, right. right. But that's how my body feels at this point. You know, I've, been, I've dealt with like a lot of chronic injuries and wear and tear. And it's been through a lot. Like it, it's done some amazing things. I was 23rd in the world, you know, fittest on earth one year and and now I'm just happy to be moving pain free again. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah. so, I'm not going to
2: say I'm not going to say no. You know, but I I don't see myself competing individually ever again.
0: I'm just thinking in this world of uh, super teams that's coming back and all mm-hmm. the awesome athletes up in your area. So I mean, there are. Let me tons. pick a team for you. You, you, <laughs> and Tim pa- you, Tim Paulson. Oh God! Oh my God! He's still, Best, he's still so fit and, right now. No uh, way. And Quan, that would be a great oh, team. The four, oh my of you, would be
1: awesome. you know what?
2: That would be a fun team, they'd have a lot of fun.
0: That would yeah. be a super fun. T- I think there'd be some alcohol in that team involved, probably. <laughs> like, definitely you may not some win, high, but you the best party. There's no doubt. Oh yes. my sure. gosh, hell yeah!
1: Do you guys need a mascot? I'd volunteer my time to hang out with <laughs> perfect. that Perfect, perfect. You're in, you're right. hired. <laughs> Amazing.
0: Oh, uh, so how are you feeling these days? I know you, you know, uh, when you left, you had a, it was a knee injury. Am I remembering that right?
2: You're yeah, feeling- I'm doing. Yeah. You know, I think like I'm lucky because most of my stuff, like nothing was ever acute. Like I never had an injury where I like needed to get a surgery immediately. But the other annoying thing is that it's like a chronic kind of injury that I have now. It's just overuse. Um, so the knees are doing better. Um, body's doing better. My, my style of training has actually significantly changed. Like I still do metabolic conditioning. I still love to do cardio. I still like to hurt. Um, but as far as like, you know, the amount of volume that I was putting in when I was training and even just like the Olympic lifts, um, the explosiveness in the Olympic lifts that was really affecting me the most like negatively. Um, so I do a lot more traditional bodybuilding type training. I mean, it still keeps me really, really strong. It's just different. Like if I were to go and do like a barbell cycling workout right now, I'd probably die. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, You know my engine is still really good, so I'm not. You know I'm still fit, but it's just a different fit.
1: It's a fit where you can like get out of bed every morning and hopefully not be totally stiff and in pain. Exactly.
2: Like it's it's I've found now like my happiness and my health is so much more important than you know me being a competitive athlete. So I've finally been able to kind of finally uh, to find that balance and realize like all right, my identity as a CrossFit competitor. You know, that was one part of my life, but like, there's so many other things that, you know, I'm successful at. So it, it is hard to separate it though. Like I, 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 when you were doing it for so long, you don't know any other way. So it's yeah. like when you take a step back, you're like, who am I as a person, yeah. <laughs> but it's been kind of fun to like navigate that journey and realize like, all right, there's a lot more to me than just being a competitor.
1: For sure. Yeah. I was going to say like, you know, we're, we're sort of at the benefit of talking to you toward the end of the transformation where you've sort of settled into your new identity or you've really like reclaimed parts of your life from the competitive athlete world. Mm -hmm. But if we had, you know, spoken to you at this time last year and you were just selling the company and just getting out of competing, like what, what has your mindset gone through? I was a mess. I was a
2: mess. (laughs) To to say the least, I was like, not in a good headspace. I was like mm-hmm. I have no idea what I'm doing with my life, you know. And it's crazy too like I was so happy for my wife because she had just gone on gotten on as a firefighter, like she had this like amazing career path. But then I had this other like reflection of myself and I'm like, well, what am I going to do now? <laughs> like I have no idea what I want to do with my life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the first few months were like very interesting. You know, I was still obviously trying to, to train, like I was a competitive athlete, but I was like, I don't know why I'm even doing this. it doesn't really make sense. My body still doesn't feel good. I have so much extra time in my hands. So I don't have a company. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do I do? Um, yeah. but yeah, no, I mean, I, everything kind of came at like the perfect time with the job partner, the job offer from BL whiteboard and just you know, the adjustment in my training and you know, I mean, I I'm not afraid to say I've spoken to and gotten therapy and like it has been super, super helpful. Um and I think just beneficial to like my overall health. Well, yeah. You, that, you
0: sounds- made, that was gonna be my question, maybe you yeah. just answered it. But you know, one thing I've always loved about you, Meg is you're super positive, energetic, like you're real bubbly and fun. And um I think it's often hard for people that fall into that personality type to exhibit any signs of distress or any sign of, of stress, you know? <laughs> and, and so when you're going through this kind of dark time, like how did you deal with it? Was yeah. it therapy or, or were there other ways that you managed it?
2: Um, I mean, I will say fitness has always been an outlet for me. So even though, I, you know, I wasn't training like I was like, even just getting in the gym and moving moving was like very beneficial for my mental health. Like I, I almost feel worse when I don't go in and get movement in, um, And and spending time like creating better relationships with not only my wife, my friends, you know, doing things that I normally would have said no when I was training and and competing and, you know, not necessarily worrying about like, oh, you know what, if I don't go to the gym today or maybe I have an hour less in the gym today, that's okay. You know, I'm not, it's not going to affect me tomorrow or the next day. I'm going to still, I'm still structured enough to where I'm going to you know, allow that balance, but learn to kind of have more fun in life. Mm -hmm. Like we live by the beach. We live two blocks from the beach. Um, we had like the most amazing summer ever. Uh, I've created truly like the best friend group ever moving here. Um, so I, you know, things kind of just fell into place. Yeah, definitely working on mindset has been huge. Um, even with injuries too, like you kind of come into these like cycles where you're focused on pain so much that it takes away from like your day to day. So talking it out with someone, even like whether it be a therapist or like a PT that understands what you're going through, it was really helpful for me because you know I try to like talk to my wife, but like it's also not great for your relationship to like to talk about your problems all
1: day long. Oh my God, Amen.
2: <laughs> isn't so, that
1: isn't that a tough balance to strike? Dude, i really talk to Matt about this all the time where I'm like, I need to be able to lean on you, but also like you are the shittiest therapist <laughs> ever. Because to a point, your partner wants to be like, cool, like, let's go. Yeah, you know, yeah what I mean? right. Like, like there's not what only so is not much, helpful.
2: Right, Maybe there's, there's only so text. much you can do. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not going to, I'm going to talk about the same thing like six times in the same day. She's going to be like, okay, I get you're it. Right? <laughs> right, exactly. She's like, all right, go, go to your therapist now. I'm okay, right. <laughs> Right. So I got it's, good
1: health insurance. <laughs> it's, thank you for that. No, it is. It's it's difficult. Um, it's difficult waters to navigate with a partner. Also with a close friend. Like if you have a close friend yeah. that you lean on, it's just it's a it's a weird spot to to balance. To be like, exactly. I, I have these people in my life, and thank God, and I'm going to lean on them because that's yeah, you know that's helpful for me. But also like, maybe I'm dealing with some stuff that I need a professional for, and my cool. God, therapy for life. I told my therapist the other day like. I know you're like a new mom therapist and I've not been with you for 18 months, but please can I stay with you forever? Oh my God. And she was I like, know, I, I want to gently trying to tell me that like someday <laughs> I'm not gonna be for her anymore. And oh I was like, Oh my nah, god. Maybe I should just keep having kids. Like, yeah, right. You know, and, we, and we can keep with
2: it. her forever. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask, like your transition to mom life, how has that been? Fucking wild. Insane. We
0: only have like 70 episodes on it, Meg. Come on. Yeah, there's wow, a lot. sorry,
1: sorry. There's a lot. The TLDR is um I had just wildly horrible postpartum anxiety for about six weeks mm. after I got home. I just did not sleep. I, I did not like I was like up walking around my block at like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. 4 a.m. just Oof. terrified to fall asleep. Couldn't tell you why. Never been. I mean, I've been a like bustling ball of anxiety my whole life, but not like that. It was right. the hormonal roller coaster was. Banana. Yeah. So I threw everything I could think of at the problem. Everything I got myself a bomb ass therapist, love her to pieces. I went to acupuncture, I changed up all my supplements, I started journaling, like I just was desperate for it to go away. And I did not, I really did not want to get on medication, though it was always an option. And Mm -hmm. I can't wait until I'm not having kids or breastfeeding anymore because I'm going yeah. straight to Zoloft. I'm like stoked <laughs> on it. I'm like, can't wait. And everyone listening to this is going to be like, you can take it while you're breastfeeding. I know. I know that you can. I know that I can. <laughs> I'm choosing not to, but I like am definitely found out that I am a candidate for that. And I'm like, yeah, amped on it because it's going to make my life wonderful someday. Um, Great. I love that for you. Yeah, it, was, it was definitely <laughs> a bumpy road just internally, though my relationship with my baby my family my husband all of that has just been like amazing yeah yeah wonderful wonderful so great i love it well, highly great. recommend I'm not-, I'm not really selling it but i do recommend it Well, <laughs> that's a tough journey I, I
0: i'm gonna go on record i warned nikki that this was gonna
1: he was john was one of the only <laughs> people in the world that was like you might totally go nuts like no one talks about it Right. We talk about, people talk about postpartum, postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, whatever, like it's like a, like it's a thing, like it's pink eye. Like you can go <laughs> get it, back and fix it. They're like, watch out for that. Don't, and I was like, cool, I'll keep an eye out. And if I get it, I'll fix it. And then I was in Perfect. it and I was like, oh, it is so very much a gray area and so very much yeah. a spectrum of emotions and you can't just yeah. find fix it and it. isolate it and fix it. You're just kind of like... You know, okay. it, it was funny
0: when, when Nikki told me she was pregnant, she was like, I'm gonna take three months off of the podcast, you know, be with Hunter. But if you need me to drop in occasionally, I can. I'm like, uh no, you can't. No, <laughs> you can't I, mean. She's
2: She's like, like, oh, I like that he was honest. He was oh, honest.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, trust me, I got two kids. I've seen this go down firsthand. Like you need you need way longer than three months. Like take some yeah. time. Like you know, you know, some people bounce back immediately and they're fine yeah, and have- I'm not trying to scare every woman that's ever going to have a baby, but nope. um,
1: totally everyone is different, 100. percent And I have some good friends who have like felt pretty good this whole time, or the, or the whole yeah. time, you know, the the early postpartum period, the fourth trimester, whatever you want to call it. But then, what I'm finding is like every new mom I know has her own trigger. Mm. There's there's always like a something. Like for me, it was sleep. One of my other girl, girlfriends, it was feeding. Like just, she was so stressed. as a baby getting enough? He didn't eat and he had, you know, half an ounce too yeah. little. And it was, it just consumes you. Like there's something that because your hormones are doing something outside of your own control, there's always yeah. going to be something that triggers you. Um, and and everyone is different. And some people are wonderful and happy and that's great. And <laughs> I, I don't know, like John said, <laughs> but just, I, just, I think to, for me, like knowing that, that other people were going through something similar and yeah. knowing I wasn't alone in that journey kind of helped me get that's through it. Huge, yeah. Like, yeah, if all, all these other women can survive it, and now I'm the one turning around, looking at my new friend, my new mom friends, rather being like, "I promise it gets better." And mm-hmm. when I was in it, and people said that to me, I was like, "I don't believe it. Not for me. Right, right. This is my new crazy normal. That's it. I'm yeah, not going to get better." Yeah. But. Here <laughs> I am.
2: But they do say it gets easier. So that is, I mean, I think it's definitely important to share your story. I mean, like in any, like any person going struggling in general, I think it's okay to be vulnerable. There's not, there should be nothing wrong with that, you know? And if people want to judge you or whatever, it's their own own insecurities anyway. So, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah. And in this whole time that you haven't seen us, did you know that John became an affiliate owner?
2: I did see that. That's so exciting.
0: I know I have like eight jobs now. It's ridiculous. <laughs>
1: you You're like always working though. You literally have it. eight jobs.
0: I hate it. No, I love the affiliate. I just hate that I work so much, but it's all good. Yeah. You're a workaholic. Yeah, John, would
1: you ever pull back on your, your big boy job, like your full-time job? No, you don't think so? No, they
0: pay, they pay too good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <they don't> <laughs> There's too much money, money involved. in money I, got two, I, you know, we're talking kids here. I got two kids in college. The second one decided she's going back to college. So now I got to Oh, yeah.
1: What's going on there?
0: Oh, she wants to be, a, she wants to get a degree in graphic design with a certificate in game design. So, oh, uh, you got to let her
2: do that. You yeah. got to let her
0: do that. Cool. Oh, yeah. Sad. I want her to do that. She's a gamer and that's what she loves. And that's cool. I mean, you know, like when you have kids, you you want them to be happy and do what they love. And there's no amount of money that, I'm not willing to spend to make that happen. So
2: yeah.
0: not giving up the big boy job because that pays for all that.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, So well, all these in. little side jobs are like fun for you though. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, mm-hmm. how's being a affiliate or how do you feel? Uh, it's good. It it's, good. Cool? it's good. Like, you know, there's
0: a lot of really heartwarming moments. I mean, you know, it's, um, it's really new for me and we, you know, I've got two partners. Um, one of which is the founding member who, you know, shoulders a lot of the responsibility. So it's, you know, I don't want to make it sound like it's a 40 hour week job for me. It isn't. It's right now it's probably more consultative than anything else. But um so far it's really good. It's you know, I'm what I bring to the table in that relationship is connections to mm-hmm. uh to CrossFit HQ, to uh you know you're kind of popular. Yeah, well maybe, but to <laughs> companies that you know provide uh you know equipment and and just getting connections. Like we're working on some pretty big projects right now that we're really excited about and we'll talk about on future episodes. But um awesome. it's it's exciting stuff. It's fun. And you know, we have an adaptive class that I just I really adore and love. And so that's pretty special and and getting to watch them, you know, grow and compete is really cool. And so yeah. I've always been more about the community than the games. I mean, I love the games and competing's fun, but you know, watching people get their first muscle up or or like in the case of this adaptive class, just changed their life. You never thought they'd do anything athletic, and all of a sudden yeah. they're doing burpees and box jumps and ski erg, and it's like you realize you're really changing someone's trajectory for the rest of their life. It's like, yeah, it's hard to watch this go down and not start crying. Truthfully, like it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's
2: that, yeah, it's crazy. really cool. Yeah, that is really cool. I mean, I still, I still, we have a, a gym in Long Beach, Bear Island, and I coach there part time, and like. Same thing when you see a member come in, you know, they're clearly they feel very out of place at first, but they're willing to commit and, and stick to it. And like, you know, you come back several months later and the progress they made is I mean, you really like it is. It's life changing for people. And I think that is the absolute best part about CrossFit. Again, like, you know, I competed in the games. It was amazing, an amazing experience. But most people don't have that that goal. That's not their goal. Their goal is just to be a healthy Adult and live as long as they can, and you know they come in, they come into a CrossFit gym because they want to change their life, and that's like that's so much cooler than you know going to the CrossFit games, in my opinion. and mm-hmm. one
0: of, one of my partners was telling the story with this member who's part of the adaptive class, and most of them have neuro challenges or intellectual um, challenges. And this member comes in, and every week when she comes in, she goes, "What did you have for dinner?" That's her question, and my partner would tell her and Jen would go, what'd you have for dinner? And she'd go Mac and cheese or (laughs) PB and J, you know, now when she comes in and we ask her, what'd you have for dinner? She goes, baked chicken and rice.
2: Ah, I love that (laughs) Baked
0: salmon. And so like, not only has it changed her life, but imagine her caretakers who are preparing this are now also eating, you know, better and living longer, healthier lives. It's just like, it's really amazing when you think of it
2: yeah that is that really is amazing it's awesome
0: yeah so it's a lot so um when are we getting some lewis reardon babies now that we're talking about babies
2: (laughs) oh god
0: (laughs) i like your i like your dad now it's like i want to be a granddad for everyone
2: listen i all of our friends right now are having lots of babies and i love being an auntie and it's so nice i they're so cute and cuddly and then when they start to cry, I can just go, oh and no. Come back. Here mm-hmm. you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got a diaper. Oh no, here you guys go. They're so cute, though. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it, maybe more puppies in the future. Fair. <laughs> I'd, I'd really love to get Bay a, a baby puppy. I, my, my goal was always to do a pitbull and a Frenchie. Bay, obviously, the pitbull, and then Jay, the
1: Frenchie. Oh, and, I love it. So maybe a, a baby Frenchie's coming. We'll see. <laughs> I love that. That's, uh, look. I'll tell you what, for like literally my entire life, I was like, I don't really like kids. I just don't. <laughs> and my friends started having kids and I said the same thing. I was like, I love them because they're extensions of the people we love and they're cute and cuddly and I love to be able to give them back. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to, I said this to John, even when I was trying to get pregnant, even before, even when I was pregnant, I was like, I don't, I don't like, I don't like babies. <laughs> I don't I'm like, do this. like I do not I like-, don't like babies. I don't <laughs> like shit diapers. Like I don't like, I don't like any of it. How am I going to do it? And John and yeah. everyone else was like, it's different when it's your own. And I was like, okay, but what if it's not? And I don't like it. And I don't like my new life. That was a real fear of mine. Yeah, 100%. it is. Um, and then ever- you can't go back. That's your. No, That's what I'm saying. That is what I'm saying. That's why it took us so so very long to decide yeah. to have kids. And then I had a kid, and everyone was right, and I was wrong. Everyone was right about everything, and I was wrong about everything. And when Fair. it's your own, it's like you accidentally stick your finger in the shit diaper, and you're like, that sucks, <laughs> and you move on. Versus like, two right. years you me you would have been like, right. cut the finger off. I don't need it anymore. Burn, <laughs> burn, burn the house down for good. <laughs>
2: That's funny. That's so really funny.
1: All of, all of that to say, <laughs> you need Bay, you need Jay. And if you guys ever change your mind on that, I'm sure you will love it as much as Bay and Jay.
0: Well, love I'm, it. I'm so fast past the baby stage at this point. I'm <laughs> on True. next side at this. Right now, I'm, I'm too mad. <laughs> Hand the baby back. That's my rule. Yeah, you know yeah. what though? I,
2: I I always joke. I'm like, if if we ever decided like we wanted to adopt a kid or something, like I wouldn't mind adopting a teenager because <laughs> they're already in that stage where they're like, you know what? Like I'm too cool for you, and I'm like, that's cool. Like we can go get our nails done together, and then you can just go hang out with your friends. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Don't do anything stupid. If you do something dumb, call your other mom. I'm not. I'm not going to be the one dealing. <laughs> how
0: do you, How do you feel about a 21 year old? You'd only have to put her through college. Perfect. <laughs> It'd be great. She's got orange hair, a nose, yeah, okay. A nose piercing. She's really cool. She's fun. <laughs> I love it. She's probably she's probably, kids, huh?
2: she's probably she so much dogs, fun to hang out with.
0: Loves dogs. Love dogs. <laughs> Perfect. Send her this way. <laughs> yeah, she's begging me for a pit bull. She wants one so bad, but I don't know if Bean would put up with one.
2: Bean would. You know you what? Think? The pit bull pit bulls are smart. So like they'll realize very quickly, like if Bean does not want to be messed with, one like one one slap or something of the paw. That bull will not go back. I oh, get a lot of slaps.
0: Bean slaps me daily. <laughs> daily.
2: You're
1: still there,
2: so you're still there.
0: Well, that's because I'm the I'm the head cat in this house. <laughs> Are you though? I, I don't think
2: so. If he's slapping you, I would say you're not the head. No, no, cat. No, no,
0: I'm the alpha cat. He knows who the alpha is. <laughs> uh, it's true. If there's a, is is there such a thing as an alpha cat? There's got to be.
1: There's got to be.
0: De- yeah. Definitely. There's got to be, <laughs> I, I have to say, Meg, I'm jealous of your beach life. Like, as I looked at your photos here, you have like a bazillion photos on the beach, including all your mm-hmm.
2: wedding photos. Like mm-hmm. I'm so jealous to you guys. It's really okay. They like, you know how people say like, Oh, when you move closer to the beach, like you become a, like a happier person. Exactly. They are not lying. You become happier, even the winter time. And don't get me wrong. The winters in New York are cold. And my wife lied to me because when I first moved here, she told me that it gets warm in April. And that first year that I moved here, it snowed in April. Yeah, and I of was course. like, oh, she lied. I'm a liar. Uh-huh. She lied. She lied. And I will not ever let her l- let that down. But um, even in the winter, like we'll have some days where it's like so nice out. You can still walk to the beach. And Bay, like her favorite thing is going to the beach and chasing balls. So – We'll go out for five, 10 minutes, and just being on the beach on the sand—it's like it just gives you like a perspective on life. Like you just become happier, instantly mm-hmm. happier. Um, totally and then, a, and in the summer, obviously, we don't leave. Like there's there is no reason to leave Long Beach in the summer. It's the place to be. So come up, come on over, you guys can come. We're Where
1: in New York. I don't know. So Long Beach
2: is it's on Long Island. It's like essentially like a little barrier island. Um off of the coast of long Island. And it's, it's kind of like its own like piece of land. Like it's kind of like a weird place to get to, but when you're here, it's beautiful. It's truly beautiful. I always like, I never really realized, like I grew up going to the outer banks in North Carolina. Like that was where the most pristine beaches that I knew. And when I first moved here, I was like, do you guys even have real beaches? Like, I don't believe it. And she was like, are you stupid? Like, yes, we, we do have beaches, believe it or not. Um, and yeah, they're they're def- they're beautiful here. Can't What's complain. The
1: area? What's the area
2: called? I'm gonna go. So it's that. called it's called Long Beach, not Long Beach, California, obviously. Right. Long Beach, New
0: York. See, I I want to come and take you up on that, but you guys are are far too fit for me. Like, I can't, no. I, I've seen your photos. No, I can't. I'm not going to be on the beach with you because everybody's gonna be like, who who is that old wrinkly man next to these incredibly beautiful women? Like, oh, what, like a, what a creep. What's yeah. he doing? What a, why did they bring their granddad? That's so sweet of them. <laughs> is he a veteran? Was he in Vietnam? Was. I wonder what platoon he was in. That's what the oh conversation was like.
2: That's funny. It
0: would be so sad for me. I can't. I know. I can't do it.
1: Wow. This is like quite literally there could not be a more inconvenient spot from me. <laughs> Like, in my head i'm like well i'm in rhode island so like yeah we're just, we're it's so close and it's like it's pretty far how it's, far is it from you, you? well you got it so like to get to new york it's like i don't know like three uh, yeah. hours maybe even faster right. on the cellar right but like to get All to right. you, where you are you would have to like go through the city paint you could take the um you could take the ferry the other oh. way from rhode island through connecticut to orient point which is also as far away from you as humanly possible It's yeah, so, pretty like, far
2: new york. It's definitely, it's definitely hard because you either have, yeah, you have to go through like Staten Island, which sucks. I freaking hate Staten Island. And Catherine, Catherine is from Staten Island. I'm like, I, and her parents still live there. I'm like, I, this place is horrible. It is horrible. All the memes about New York are like, don't go to Staten Island. It's like the trash place.
1: Right. the armpit Um, for
2: sure. Yeah, so uh, yeah, you it's definitely probably not very convenient. Is but it, once you're here, it's beautiful. Is it okay. Pete Davidson from Staten Island? I'm he like, is, and yeah. and actually, uh, Catherine kind of grew up with him. Did she? Um, like they weren't like I wouldn't say like they were like close friends, but like they definitely they went to the same school and stuff. And she told me he invite like he was kind of like an outcast, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, he invited her to a comedy show in high school, and she ditched it. Like she didn't go. I'm like, we could have been friends with Pete Davidson, and you ruined it. You blew it. Ruined it. I don't know if <laughs> you would uh,
1: want to be friends with Pete Davidson. I know,
2: I know, you're right. But he's pretty funny. But yeah, he's a mess. <laughs> wow.
0: At this point, wow. I'm the only person on the planet that hasn't slept with him. I'm pretty sure. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's just you. I mean, Meg and I are he, on his list, so there's he's really. He, you know, <laughs> he
2: has quite a record. I, he has a crazy record. I don't I don't know how oh. he does it. Good for him, I guess. Funny dude score all the chicks, Meg. I don't know if you I know guess, that I guess I guess what? but it's it's a
0: monthly not thing. Anymore. It's like not 1 month. Itself.
1: Right, right. <laughs> I could not be less interested in that thing. Yeah, no. Literally like could not give. I'm like not Eat. into that. No. Pop culture celebrity life. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's definitely too much, too
1: much. Don't, I have way too much other shit to care
2: about. <laughs> not to mention, there's like way more attractive celebrities. No, that. I mean, not to be mean, but there is that. That's true.
1: Who's
0: your you Who's know? your celebrity crush?
2: <sighs> oh God, mm.
0: it's a tough question for everyone. That
2: is a tough question is because, there? like,
1: I got I got a list. Oh, do you? Right, you yeah, t- tell me you're do you top, top? No. Top male, top female, go. Oh, well, I have three top males, and they're wildly different.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, Go. so Chris Helmsworth, she this, right? She has He's this like, list
2: ready. Like this I was list- like, oh. I can
1: tell you this. I can tell you this already. Chris <laughs> Helmsworth is like my all-time Celebrity crush. Oh, but you know his
2: brother, you know, his brother, the whole drama with Miley Cyrus and the song she just came
1: out with. Yes. Oh, my God. And also his brother in the drama with him being the new Witcher, which is like a thing in our house because we're like Witcher people. I know. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. We're like, we're like total fantasy nerds and also total like video game nerds in my house.
2: I love that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, okay, so he's number one, and then there's also like Channing Tatum, who's been my like celebrity crush since I was like a teen. So there's that, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then weirdly, this is weird. I'm, I'm coming out of left field with this one. I'm a huge Benedict Cumberbatch fan.
0: Oh, okay, Cumberbatch. Didn't okay, see, didn't see that coming I, at all.
1: I did not. Is see him he coming. weird looking or is he hot? This is a very polarizing question.
0: Mm. Well, he's Doctor Strange, so he's. You know. I mean,
2: I
1: guess the weird could make it
2: hot. Mm-hmm. For me, it does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I guess so. That, that works. That works. <laughs> yeah.
0: mm. What about you, Meg? Who is it?
2: Who's on your list? I mean, this is like so hard. Females. Um, I really think like Mila Kunis is beautiful. <gasps>
1: you,
0: she is um, Really beautiful.
2: Yeah, Love call. her, and she's also just so funny. Yes.
0: That so ninety funny. show is out on Netflix now. It's I really good, by seen the way. It yet.
1: have you heard? I haven't it's seen it. Is good. it good?
0: Yeah, it's
2: good.
1: She-
0: she's on it, and she's gorgeous as usual. Yeah, she's she beautiful.
2: Is. Uh, on, like males, you know, uh, you know, who I think really attractive. Like Ryan Reynolds is yeah. so
1: attractive. Love yeah. him.
2: Um, Excellent choice. Those are, like two, of my probably like the top of the top two. It's hard though. There, there are a lot of very good-looking celebrities, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're definitely getting work done. True, That's they're getting true. they're getting the Botox, they're getting yeah. the lip fillers, and you know.
1: Which I'll say this: like you do you. Like if that makes you feel oh good, God. like no shame in anyone's. Game. I mean, Only I get Botox. I, I mean, I would. <laughs> The only reason <laughs> I hate on it is when they start not looking like themselves anymore. And then I'm just bummed. Right. I'm like, you were so stunning, yeah. whatever. Right. But I know yeah.
0: I'm, Agreed. I'm in a weird stage in my life where it's hard to have celebrity crushes because Hollywood <laughs> only puts really young actresses up and then i become <laughs> a creeper for, right. For like you can't, you, you can't pretty, say you like know?
2: Jenna Ortega, like you can't say her. She's just, yeah. Right, you know? I mean,
0: like I, and and I'm, I have daughters that age. So when I oh, meet true, someone true. like that, like, I routinely meet games athletes, young games athletes who are beautiful young women, but they're my daughter's age, you know, mm-hmm. and that's how I look at them. I'm like, you could be my kid, you know, it's right. like, I have this, like fatherly instinct, you know, mm-hmm. and I never want someone to think, oh, John's creeping on whoever, you know, no. uh, but if I had to pick a celebrity crush, it'd be just, just saying.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, okay. she. You know what? She is a beautiful...
0: beautiful. Appropriate. She's age-appropriate. She's age-appropriate. She is. Yes.
2: She is. Yeah. And great, phenomenal actress, too. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, great actress. Been in great movies. Mm-hmm. She fits the ball. Fits the ball. So, best I can do. Everybody else is too damn young. That's the What problem. about
2: males? What about a male? You got to give me one.
0: Oh, um, <laughs> Hmm... Well, I'm a big rock fan. The Rock's pretty awesome. Love the Rock.
1: Good choice. Yeah,
2: that was a good choice. I love him. I I love him. I think he's so
0: clever and funny. Like I don't know. what He's
2: so funny.
0: He's self depreciating You know, like uh, he's
2: so humble. Yeah, that's the point. Like I love people like that. I like to surround. I like to be
0: around people like that.
2: Yep, agreed. He he would definitely be someone I'd want to like be actually be friends with seriously he would he would better your life
0: oh for sure especially if he gave me a job that'd be great <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be nice too uh so <laughs> if you have any openings let us yeah. know <laughs> yeah,
1: can I give you my can I give you my female celebrity crush yeah who is yes, it it's nice. Lizzo I'm freaking obsessed. oh yeah is amazing want- I- Nothing more than to be her actual best friend in life. Bad bitch mentality for sure. And I can't like get over there. Is like there's not a single song of hers that I'm like over. Every yeah, time they're... I'm doing anything like in the kitchen, like washing dishes or doing whatever, like Lizzo is playing on the Alexa. Yep. Every single time, yeah. she makes you feel good. She makes ah. happy music. Yeah, and like <laughs> important music. And she's making yes. investments. And I just like I just lo- I'm totally in love with her.
2: Totally. Yeah. She's she's awesome.
1: So she, I, I, I like, jo- this was the worst because I'm like, i clearly not paying attention to anything in life or pop culture or whatever. But I had found out that she was playing a concert in Boston, like two days before it happened. And I could <laughs> not find a single soul to come with me because I was like, I'll spring for the tickets. Like I'll pay the good <laughs> money for the good tickets. No and one would go with you? Any- no, because it was so last minute and Boston's oh. like, it's an hour from here. So it's not like super easy and like all my friends are parents and all the shit Yeah, and Matt kept mom trying to push life. me to mom <laughs> life it's just it's just tough to do something in two dates like people would have yeah. come but and Matt kept trying to push me to go solo and can I tell you why I didn't go this is so embarrassing the only <laughs> reason I didn't go solo is because I was like this concert's going to be over at like 11 or 12 and I can't drive home in the dark You're for an so hour tired. I will fall the fuck asleep no
2: no yeah I, Nar, I think I'm narcoleptic. I'm not kidding. I'm literally, I am literally not kidding you. Like I cannot stay awake. I mean, this is already very much approaching my bedtime, but this is like, I cannot stay awake. Like I, I, we, when I, we go out, we don't even go out that often, but we do go out. I'm like, all right, like what's, let's just plan for when we're going to come home. And she's like, can you just go with the flow? And I'm like, no i absolutely cannot go with the flow i need to know when we're planning to leave so that i can make my escape <laughs> yep.
1: i get it i get it it's in so fairness, bad i've not slept more than three to four hours in a row in 18 months so Oof. i am straight up sleep deprived for real oh, yep, i was like yep. i need another human soul in the car with me if i'm gonna make yeah. that drive that's, so. that's fair that's fair you couldn't like take a train or anything no, not like direct uh, enough. Not direct yeah. enough for like that late at night. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that would have been, that would have been probably very fun though. Yeah, I
2: know. It's all right. I'm sure fun. she'll come back around soon. Yeah. What
0: are, <laughs> what are Catherine's hours now that she's uh firefighter?
2: So her normal schedule is supposed to be 24 on, 72 off, which is pretty mm. awesome. Yeah. Um, they do right now, like, they, so they're Long Beach, New York is the only paid department on the whole island of Long Island, oh, wow. um, because it's, it's an actual city and they have high-rises and stuff like that. Other ones, all, all the other towns are just, you know, they volunteer. don't need necessarily, yeah, they're born to Um So she takes a lot of overtime right now, which is great. Uh, it definitely cannot complain about that, but it, like, you know, she's been, she's been hustling since she's been on. I think this is, she's on now for two years and they're hiring some more people under her. So she's not like the low man on the totem pole anymore, which is nice. Um, so, you know, she still works a pretty significant amount and she's also actually taking a paramedics course right now, which basically makes her like, she'll be like a low, not, not comparing to nurse, but like kind of like almost a low level nurse. They can like intubate people and do IVs. Um, so it's pretty, it's pretty cool. She's, she's a champ. She's just crushing it.
0: What what is the life of a spouse of a first responder? Is it stressful? Not stressful? You just deal with it. Like how how are you handling it? You know
2: that? what? It's been an adjustment period because it was definitely like when you first started. Like when I when I was home a lot more alone, I was like, this kind of sucks. But then I started this. Then I started to realize like it is actually nice to have that separation too because it allows us to miss each other. You know, and actually. Distance makes the heart grow fonder, they say. So it's definitely, I think, benefited our relationship. Um, But it can be very stressful at times. And I also kind of have to realize what her schedule was like the night before she gets home. Because if she, you know, had a really shitty night of sleep, I can't be coming at her with any of my problems. Mm -hmm. Because she dealt with, like, I don't know what she dealt with the night before. Maybe she had someone who died or maybe they had a big fire. And, you know, so, like, I always try to check in with her and see how she's doing, I've made the mistake of, like, she's waking up. She'll be like, hey, what's up? And I'm, like, throwing my problems in her. And she's like, well, you need to relax because I had a really shitty night. I was woken up six times. And I need you to calm down. Mm. <laughs> um, oh. So it's been an adjustment for sure. But uh,
1: Meg, could you... Could you teach my husband that? <laughs> I'm currently in a stage where I'm waking up multiple times a night and I'm having uh-huh. real shitty nights and I need yeah, in yeah. the morning to just not throw all his problems at me. Just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> just, just don't make me a coffee and leave Just, me. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. That's fair.
2: That's fair. <laughs> Great.
1: Um No, but that's, that's seriously actually really... It's a really beautiful thing when you can understand what your partner is is going through and adjust accordingly. Like it's that's yeah lovely and difficult and, they, and wonderful. It's
2: definitely difficult. I mean, and they see some crazy stuff. I mean, you know, she they're they're not only on the fire engine; they also work on the ambulance as well. So you know, they they don't see some nice things and things that people shouldn't see. They have to see, you know, because they're the first ones there on call. So. It's definitely um, – I mean she loves it, but it's – it's and it's a very rewarding job, but it's definitely stressful for her. Yeah. And I just have to like be aware of that, you know, that I have to put my feelings aside at times and be like, all right, what's going to be good for her right now?
0: How, how many female firefighters are there? And is she one of the rare – I'm, I'm going to make an assumption she's one of the rare female firefighters. So she
2: actually – this is a fun fact. She is the first ever paid female firefighter in Long Beach in like 100 wow. years, which is really <sighs> insane. Dang. I know it's, it's really insane. There's a lot of volunteers that are female, um, but career firefighters in Long Beach first ever, the, the physical was actually the physical fitness test. Obviously for someone who does CrossFit, it's not hard at all because you have to do seven right. strict pull-ups, but for many women that don't do CrossFit, a pull-up yeah. is very hard. It's a very hard really? movement for them. Um, so, you know, a lot of people were not able to pass or like that kind of deterred them from wanting to do it. Um, so she's the first ever paid, paid female. But I mean, I would say a majority of firefighters in the United States probably are men. I would say it's definitely, I mean, it's just the job itself is very laborious. It's taxing. A lot of women don't want to necessarily do that. You know, there is a kind of a stereotype with it. Um but I will say I feel like the women who do it are badasses. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's probably a
0: stereotype. I mean, will she have yeah. to do one of those like, uh, you know, firefighter calendars? She'll have better abs than every dude <laughs> out there.
2: Yeah, so. yeah, I know. I told her like they all got to do a firefighter's calendar. She's got to be in the front cover. it will sell. it yes. will sell out. <laughs> Absolutely. I would buy one.
0: All those dudes would be like, "You can't put her on the cover. Abs are better. It's not fair." <laughs> They'd
2: be like, "Yeah, we're, we're you know, it's funny because what she." When she got into the fire uh, department and she was got on, she um, made them all start working out and doing CrossFit. They had like a little gym in there in their firehouse, and she like destroys them. But they love it; yes. they keep going back every day. But she, but she works them out hard, so it's pretty funny. It's
1: pretty cool. That's, that's awesome. That's good for really her, awesome. and good for you for supporting her. I know you guys have gone through periods of time where. One person needed to support the other one a little bit more yeah. in her
2: career. And this is, this is yep. really good. Most, most of our relationship was her supporting me through my CrossFit career. So now it's time to yeah. take a step back and support yeah. her and, and her endeavors. So it's been good.
0: That's great. And you have new representation now, by the way. We should talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, or, I do. Yeah, we're, we're we're enough. Yeah, I know you get the
1: logo on. What are you doing with those guys? Wait, wait. So, so for people who can't see the logo, back up and explain what it is.
2: Uh, this is uh mind over matter. These are, this is the new two agents that I'm working with, Ken and Rashad. They are awesome. Absolutely love them. I think, I don't know when they actually started their. I think they just started this year, their agency. Um, but I reached out to them and was like, Hey, I'm, you know, looking for some help with kind of, you know, some more representation and getting, you know, I obviously have a full-time job. I don't really want to be the person going back and forth with brands. And like, it's, it makes it a lot easier to have representation. So they were totally on board and they've been super helpful. Awesome. Like just great people. Um, and they've been a lot of fun to work with. I've only been with them now for, I think a little, maybe about a month. Um, but I'm excited. I think we have some really fun stuff and down the pipe coming down the pipeline. So we'll see. That's awesome. Cool.
0: It was and. funny, Nick. They reached out to me and they're like, "Hey, want to get some athletes in your show?" Have you heard of Meg Reardon? I'm like, "No, never."
1: <laughs> never. No <laughs> <laughs> Don't
0: know her at all. <laughs> cool. They're like, yeah. no idea who that is. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you were like our sixth guest on the show or something. Along. Yeah, this yeah, it's
2: been it's been a while. And how many episodes are we in now? What are we at?
0: um it's funny you say that because i was actually doing the math today because i had to pull some stats for a sponsor it was like uh we're like 270 something
2: wow. yeah you guys are you guys are booking it that's
1: a lot
2: do you ever get like tired of talking like do you have do you ever run out of ideas i feel like you two never run Nikki out of, gets ideas. Tired of
0: listening to me but i don't no. ever tired of talking um no no, we, you know, we were talking about it today. We like to just like, this is what we like to do. We like to hear about people's lives and what's going on. Like we don't care so much about, I mean, we love the games and like CrossFit's awesome. You know, like seeing the spectacular feats athletes can do is always cool. But that's why rather, we all,
2: we all got to meet each other too, is through CrossFit. So we can't yeah. complain about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I would much rather hear about like this, you know. Hearing about you know Catherine being a firefighter and your new journey and selling you know wax weights and yeah like for me that's the fun stuff to talk about and and to hear struggles that others deal with like because we kind of all deal with this stuff and mm-hmm. you know so it never really gets old to be honest because I feel like yeah. I come away from all like I'm coming away from this one going man I should get a therapist like <laughs> 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 well, you guys have one and I don't I'm feeling Yep. Yeah, you know, but and so that's the thing like I there's a lot of growth in the episodes of like, you know, learning what others do and what's important for them. And and uh it's kind of truthfully, it's kind of therapeutic for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. maybe. Are you saying we're your therapy?
0: No, I'm saying Maggie, <laughs> it's not you, Nick. No,
1: sure <laughs> shit is not me. I'm only <laughs> causing stress. <laughs>
0: No, So it doesn't get old. It doesn't get old for me. It's just, you know, it's just some of its work on the back end, but we're figuring yeah. that out to how to make that easier. This part's the good part, the fun part. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. When, when we get to do it, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's
1: can I true. tell you, um, can I tell you a funny wags and weights story? It's not really yes. a story. It's just like a little blip. I have an OG, like very original Pops and PRs, like one of the first sweatshirts that was ever made. Still I love that. is still my absolute favorite go to sweatshirt. Which one? Which one was it? Um Star Over Barbell Up in the Corner, Zipper, Beautiful. Gray Zipper. that oh, That yeah. got me for Christmas, like the very first year it came out. And I oh was my like, god, that oh. really is. I think it was literally 2014. That sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. And you still Matt out it, it for wow. me for Christmas and got my size wrong and got me it was like very large and I like wanted to wanted to exchange it for a smaller cute sweatshirt, whatever, and you were sold out because of course it was like oh. the first one and the new one and then small and, and to this day I'm like, thank God that I have this like big oversized sweatshirt because it is the only one that I wear. I got like a closet full of like cute crap top sweatshirts or whatever and it's the only one that I that I uh, reach for over and,
2: and over. Like big big items are back in. Like big T-shirts, big sweatshirts, and all
1: the oversized is back in. Please, we you cannot get me started on like long bike <laughs> shorts and oversized T-shirts. which was literally my like uniform when I was seven years old. It's literally a vibe. Long T, big T-shirts. I mean, right now
2: I'm wearing pants, but I love it. I love it. I'm I all also about it. I
1: love it. I just think it's <laughs> hilarious that like you could take a photo of me right now at 34 next to a photo of me at. <laughs> Seven and I know, like that's outfits that is, would be the same. It's wild. That's wild.
2: That is wild. Uh, well, the one thing I heard that's apparently coming back that I'm really upset about is thin eyebrows.
1: Well, I, I didn't get on the train the first time. <laughs> I'm sure, I will, I'm not, not, the the I will time. not
2: allow that. I worked very hard to, to grow my eyebrows in. I'm not allowing that to happen.
1: <laughs> that is wild. No, do you know what else I heard? Um, one of my girlfriends sent me this today that like visible thongs are back. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, no, like, you uh, would, like, pull the straps like way up high over like your like hips. the
0: whale tail thing. Is that what you're talking uh-huh. about? Uh-huh. Oh
1: no! Yeah. Oh, that not
2: good. that is times. not good. That is not good. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I can't. I can't. Now that I feel so old because it's real that like fashion totally comes back around. Like yep. I wore wide leg like bell bottom jeans the other day that I have in my closet. Mm-hmm. From the last time that wide leg bell bottom <laughs> jeans were cool. Yep. They're back in. They just didn't go away. They were just sitting at the bottom <laughs> of my closet and I was like, no shit.
2: Okay. I mean it's pretty impressive that you could like that you still have those and you can wear them, which is great.
1: Is it impressive? <laughs> or am I just stagnant? <laughs> that's the real question. <laughs> oh, I'm not really all comes
0: around eventually.
1: No. Yep.
0: I have a twenty one year old that's basically wearing my wardrobe for when I was Gen X <laughs> back in the nineties.
2: Right. Yep, all the graphic tees. I'm sure she, she and, comes down
0: the other day. She's got a Soundgarden sweatshirt on yes. and a flannel jacket I love and that. big baggy jeans and Doc Martens. I'm like, are, we going, to, are we going to the club? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> truly, am I 25 again? Let's go. Uh uh-huh. uh-huh. Put on yeah, some jeans. Yeah, Let's make this happen. This is awesome. Um, yep. Crazy. Yep.
1: I cannot, for the life of me, find a pair of skinny jeans to purchase anywhere. you know what? Skinny
2: jeans really aren't in anymore.
1: Meg! They're not in. I I know. I can't with that.
2: They're just not in. Like, Uh it's all about either, like, the baggy or the ripped or... And they're, come on, baggy or ripped, like, they're more comfortable, too. Like, skinny
1: jeans suck. I know, but I can't tuck baggy or ripped into my boots. (laughs) That's also an elder millennial you gotta thing. Go, to say. You gotta go
2: over top, over the top of you. Oh, <laughs> oh <my laughs> I can't uh, do it. I'm
1: screaming!
0: <laughs> All right, last thing. We're we're kind of button up against our time. Mm-hmm. Last thing. Are we going to catch you at any events? You going to come to semis and visit with us?
2: I I don't know right now if I'm going to any semis. I'm definitely going to be at the game, so we got to meet up then for sure. Yeah. Um, but I'll I'll keep you guys in the loop if I'm going to be at any semis. Hopefully we'll get to like a couple. We're doing. We're actually going to start doing um, some like. Stuff with affiliates in the community, like around the country. I think this year for Beyond the Whiteboard. So maybe I'll. Uh, I have an, an affiliate for you to come. To. I know. Maybe I'll Ooh, try to come out yes to your affiliate. I
1: also coach at an affiliate. Let us know what's so going on. Maybe I'll go back that. to both you guys. So we'll see. Hey.
2: And
0: we are going to. Th- we threw a huge kettlebells and cocktails party in Miami, and we're going to throw another one in Madison.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: I yeah. hope oh, I'm you're, invited. You're absolutely invited. That's the yeah, whole point. Catherine up.
1: definitely invited. Yeah. Cool. <laughs>
0: Well, Catherine will be the fire inspector to make sure we have too many people there for sure. Exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For and, sure. And, <laughs> and <laughs>
0: no, you're invited because you got a sweet talker to keep her from closing us down. It's right. Okay. Fair. 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 It was perfect. So, it will be a fun time for sure. We had we invited actually the gym we did we did this at Downtown Strength of Miami, and we had like 350 people RSVP. And I want you to keep in <laughs> mind that this gym is like the size of this room I'm in. It's tiny. <laughs> Right. And so I say to the owner, I'm like, the fire marshal's going to close this down. She goes, don't worry. He's a member. I'm like, nah, okay.
2: Perfect. You're like, great, great.
0: <laughs> yeah. She's like, and he's he's RSVP, too. So we're good. I'm like, all right. All right. Well, and we were <laughs> we were good to go. So that's awesome. Hopefully we can pull that off in Madison. We'll see. All right. Well, Maggie, has been great catching up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I honestly had a blast. I'm so glad we got to do this. And oh, thanks again for having me on.
0: Yeah, I give Catherine a love. I, uh, I also have not seen her in a couple of years, so but
2: I know. Hopefully, she'll she maybe come out to the games with me. So we'll we'll see Yay. how her schedule plays out. So
0: Finger, fun. Fingers crossed. All right. Well, Nick, great seeing you again as always. Likewise. And uh, for everyone listening, we appreciate you guys joining us, and we'll catch up with you guys soon.